And motherfuckers, this is the Comic Zone presents Dragon D's Balls. I'm Vince, joined by my two good friends here, Mike and Ted. What's up, guys? How's it going? What's going on? Oh, you know, same old, same old. And we're joined once again by the lovely, mysterious, my wonderful wife, Chelsea. Sup, yo. <laughs> wow, <laughs> really sucking up on that one, Jesus. That, that's right on the whole. Did you forget to do something at home? Or <laughs> I think so. There was Probably. Of, there was a lot of ass kissing wrapped up into that 10 second intro. I played a lot of Xbox this morning. So. <laughs> yeah, well, I did dishes and laundry. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucked, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, ass I'm buying her perfume it. after this, too. So, yep. you know. That's messed up. <laughs> Same as going typical, to Typical, dude, you know? It's, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Just typical. Just typical. You got to make up for it. Like when Goku brings Chi-Chi a million zenny or whatever, you know? Right. Yeah, that she yeah. vanishes in like a week. Oh, I would do. Oh, hell yeah. I would Dude, do. It'd fuck? be gone in a day. He's like, I just gave you a million dollars. She's like, yeah, that's been gone. You're like, what? How? Yeah. <laughs> like how? Because she's a woman that knows how to spend money. I get it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is there a woman <laughs> out there that doesn't? I'm sure it's possible. But Actually, probably extremely unlikely. rare. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like Bigfoot. Game of probability. It's out it. there, just not frequently. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot of people, not just like oh, yeah. chicks, but like dudes could disappear a million bucks pretty quick, too. Just oh, yeah. like you could, could do that easily. Real fast. You could do it in like a few seconds by like making a bet with all of it. Yeah. Very true. It, it's easy to lose like yeah. that. You'd be like, oh, I can like quadruple this and just lose it all. And then you go, you know, throw Oops. yourself off a bridge somewhere <laughs> close. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that was, you know. Oh, God. Just fling yourself out of the office one day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if I lost a million bucks and that was like all I had. Yeah. And I had, you know, I had it. Mm-hmm. And then you lost it, yeah, for sure. I'd Sad be like, thing is, there I'd be like, I there. believe I can fly. <laughs> 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 there are those people, unfortunately, though, that have done that. Oh yeah, I'm like, it blows my mind. Well, I like money too much. I wouldn't be stupid enough dude, yeah, to I blow it on a bet in like five seconds. There's I no lose way. Five bucks at like doing the stupid slot machines. Like I went to a casino in Niagara Falls, and fucking. Lost like, you know, 20 bucks or something. And I was like, oh, I'm done. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, fuck this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Me and the wife went to Vegas a few years ago and we were up like 400 bucks before we were going to leave. And we had to wait till like noon to leave Vegas for whatever reason. Like we had to pick up her mom in Salt Lake at a specific time. And she's like, oh, let's cruise around and gamble. And like, then we were back negative a couple hundred by the time we left. So, yeah. yeah, I can't do it. I put 20 bucks, you know, in the machine and I'm like, I could have gotten three iced vanilla chai lattes from Starbucks with this. Like, this is horrible, you know? Yeah, I got nothing now. Fuck. Well, yeah, yeah we uh, I was the last time I gambled, I was actually pretty smart about it, though. Um, I I turned 20 into 100 and I just fucking tapped out right there. And it was in the course of like. 15 minutes yeah so i gambled for 15 minutes and then i was like all right fuck this 
Anyway, we're here to talk about Frieza today. And uh, the training. Yeah, the training with Weiss. And Basically, so where we left off was the end of uh, the Battle of Gods or, you know, the beginning of Super. Right, yeah, it was. And uh, this is a, so we're starting up after Goku's fight with Beerus and going from there up until the end of the fight with Frieza. Right. Yep. Right? Yeah, yep. when Vegeta yep. just fucking sneaks off and gets some training while Goku's out there farming cabbages. Which, Vegeta's smart. <laughs> do, okay, so I watched the movie, and there is a big parallel, but like even more than in the first movie, you know how there was big differences in the show. And, right. Well, there were, re- there were really big ones because I watched the Resurrection F movie this morning, oh. and it's so much different the way that some of the shit plays out. Really? For yeah, like the, the Frieza dude. That one, like you pointed that out to me. Well, yeah, the guy that um, you remember, he like specifically uses that guy to beat up for, for his you know, four of I training. mean, and he would Tag like practically kill him every day. Yeah, right. Um, and then he would put him in a healing chamber, and they'd do that over and over and over again, which made that dude super strong, right? Right. right, and then they did the whole Captain Ginyu thing, and I really actually hated that quite a bit, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was that was just like that was like color. a wasted like, was opportunity. For, yeah, I was looking forward to seeing that dude fight. Yeah, yes, it was kind of stupid, and I was just like, man, he, like he's still alive. Like, yeah, <clears throat> this frog is still here. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. is funny. I mean, that could that's funny, and I wouldn't mind seeing him as the frog here and there. Right, but that's to have him gag. do the body change thing again, I didn't like it in the first place. I wasn't a big fan I, of it either, like honestly. That. I didn't think it really added anything it was to dumb. the story, you know? It's it, it's like a parallel between, like, he's the exact opposite opposite of somebody like Goku who wants to earn every bit of his power, and he's, like, somebody who just steals. Yeah. All the time, yeah. Yeah, he just, he'll just find somebody who's strong and take their body. So is the the body you see him with... In the the Frieza days, the first Frieza days, is that actually his original I don't, body? I do. I would doubt it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, think we, it is. the nature of his power would suggest that no. I would say I wouldn't think so, but now I want to Google it because I'm really curious. See, uh, my guess would be no. The other thing that I hated about that too is I was really getting into uh, both times I've watched it. Now I was really getting into that guy's kind of character because he seemed like he mentally snapped before. Oh yeah. He was unhinged. Yeah. And his like maniacal laugh and shit like that. It was really badass. It was really Frieza essentially tortured him for four months. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so so, of course he would lose his mind and yeah, it would have been cool to see that dude unleash that crazy and that power. Yeah. That he, you know, he earned that power. I mean, he had to have been really strong at that point. Up, like, how, what do you think he would have been at, like, in comparison to somebody in the past? In the past? I mean, I, we didn't get to see. I don't think he. I don't think you could compare him to the past, really. Like, no. I think he's above everybody except for Goku. And he Vegeta. would have been stronger than Majin Buu. You think potentially? Like, if he's standing up, you remember, like, we get Golden Frieza. Like, you know, spoiler. Oops. But, you know, we get Golden Frieza. If he's training against Frieza building up to Golden Frieza, like, he's got to be, you know, at least partway there. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And so, like, I at least put up a good fight against somebody like Majin Buu. Right. Or yeah, like Cell. There's other interesting shit that I want to talk about when we get up to the actual Frieza fight, too. But any before we go too far, the point of what I was trying to say about that guy is in the movie, he, like, Frieza is revived. He's walking around and talking about how he wants his revenge against Goku. And, you know, immediately after, like, showing up, he's talking about this. And they're right. All, and they're all like, uh, but the Frieza Force is kind of not yeah, doing they, good, so maybe we should build that up. Yeah, and, they do uh, that in the show, too. Well, I know, but in that part, Frieza picks that dude up with his mind and pushes him out of the ship into space and kills him immediately. Yeah, whereas in the show, Frieza uh, just starts like blasting holes in him, kind of like he does to Gohan during the fight. He's doing the same thing to him there and then decides to spare him and turn him into a training partner. I kind of like him blasting the holes into him because <clears throat> it's brutal. He gets him in the elbows and the knees and... It's- you know, they're not fatal shots, but they're going to be oh, excruciatingly yeah, painful. painful. Well, right. yeah, it's almost like a old mafia gangster shooting his fucking someone that snitched on him in the fucking knees. It's it's just well, brutal. There's, well, there's more it to it than shows, that, yeah, Frieza's just merciless, dude. Oh, well, yeah. It's, it goes beyond that, too, though. It's like a hell of a display of power. Like, mm-hmm. he's just like, pew. Precision. Well, it's and power, power and precision and speed. Yeah, like, Frieza's a bad motherfucker if you right. really think about it. That's why he was always my favorite. And and I always did, at, like, when I would think about the show and, like, Frieza and why he was my favorite, is like, I, even back then, I was like, I bet he's somebody who never even trained. Like, he, you know what I mean? He was just born like that. Yeah. Right. And I was like, I wonder what would happen if he trained. And then we finally actually got it. And I was like, oh, that's weird insane because like because like i never expected to see that i was i knew he always had the potential to be one of the strongest people in the show period well like think about his overall leap so he went from losing to original super saiyan goku to being slightly stronger than super saiyan blue goku with four months of training in death Mm-hmm. And no. he, he, and he in, it, but I mean, like he meditates in death, and he also, you know, he trains like in life as well. Right. It, the, well, in the movie this morning, he actually said he was weak, weaker than normal when he got back. Like he says oh. that specifically, and he's like, "That's just in the movie, though. Maybe in the show." <clears throat> yeah, he, it he doesn't, doesn't. I don't recall that. In but the he's show. like, he's like, right now, I've gotten a little soft. Yeah. And he's like, but he's like, I'll need to train. And then when he gets finally sees Goku, he tells him, he's like, I actually had to work for this. He's like, so you're going to have to pay for that, too. Well, where I actually think he does in the show meditate to get stronger in hell is um, after their fight and whatnot when he goes back. Because when he comes back for the tournament, oh yeah, mm-hmm. maybe that's how he that, trains. Maybe, th- maybe for that's the when he's because maybe that's when he does it. Then. Because mm-hmm. he kept up with Goku and Vegeta through all that time, and they're like, "How the hell did you do that?" And he was like, "Okay, by being in that fucking agony." That makes again. sense because he does go back. He dies at the end of this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, 
But we don't have to get that far yet because we got to talk about like Goku and Vegeta's training. That's really different in the show too, or in the movie. Like really, all you get is a sparring match between Whis, Goku, and Vegeta, and they're trying to attack Whis, and he's just floating around, like you know, kind of dodging it like he and does, just like nothing, you know. Yeah, it's, and, it's like the opposite. Well, it, and like, it shows Goku and Vegeta. Sorry, but it shows Goku and Vegeta not working together well. Right. Like they're like bumping into each other and they're fucking each other up a little bit. And not really working in sync yeah, at all. And, and then he's and then Weiss is talking about both of them not being able to move instinctively. So he's not he doesn't say ultra instinct, but he's talking about ultra instinct. Yeah, and they they start in the show. They start referencing that pretty early, um, which is funny because like in the the first movie, I remember they there was a specific line in there that was like, you know, foreshadowing. And it's when um, Goku goes to attack Beerus when they're you know, like the battle of the gods fight. Mm-hmm. He goes to attack him and Goku rushes in and immediately pulls back and he panics a little bit because his body did it. And he calls it out. He said, my body just reacted and pulled away. He's like, I didn't do it. My body did. So yeah. that was that was important foreshadowing for Ultra Instinct later and the direction that Whis is training them. Hmm. Right, because Beerus <clears throat> even tells him, you know, yeah, you reacted before your body did before you even had time to think about it because your body knew I was going to attack you and it went, whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he didn't even move or anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but what's important is, is like you get a much deeper look at their training and like him training them for that. Like he gives them a little speech in this, and you see them, you see them spar and shit, and you see Weiss like moving very casually to avoid everything they throw at him, right? And then, but that's really it. In the show, you get, you know, Vegeta goes there first. Vegeta chases him there. You know, he's off doing his farming thing, and vegeta's gone for like a while before isn't it about six months that he's gone training something like that yeah Yeah. pretty much half a year and as soon as goku finds out he's like oh what the fuck i need to get like i need to go there too begs we to train him him blasting through the wall when he hears that vegeta is training (laughs) is one of my most favorite moments that shit is funny in the show that he just loses his shit when he finds out that Vegeta is getting to do something like that without him. Yeah, and well, it's one of the first times Vegeta has the drop on Goku as far as like... Very true. Like, that's when we finally get to see Vegeta like pull ahead. Yeah. And like, eventually, they are essentially just equals. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Yeah. But I guess Ultra Instinct is different than Destroyer Energy. I mean, it's completely different like so but they're not mutually exclusive i don't think i mean do you think vegeta by the end there he must be stronger than maybe beerus at that point maybe not though beerus has had millions of years to yeah i don't know how long he's trained yeah i mean he's been a destroyer god for a long time i was gonna say do they ever give you a like a ballpark like number of how long Beerus has been a destroyer, or we just know that it's maybe been a long should, time. Maybe yeah. we should look it up. Yeah, well you're looking that up. One other interesting call out is 
how how well they paint Goku as the childish I just want to fight guy through that, the beginning of this training. Like that's leading very into true. the training. Yep. Like like you said, like barging into the room like a crazy ass and Chi Chi chewing his ass and <laughs> being all pissed because all he wants to do is fight. And then when we finally like he's like waiting by his phone for Whis to show up so we can ask him to train. Like he gets that phone from Balma. Yeah. And he's like waiting for it and like everybody thinks he's like super focused or something. And in reality he's just waiting for a phone call because he's like a Oh, yeah. Super anxious little well, kid. Well, then when they're eating yeah, and getting yeah, ready and to go, he's like, are you done yet? Are you, are you done yet? Yeah. Are you done yet? And he's like, if you don't leave me the fuck alone, you're not coming. Yeah. Like, I know, exactly. He has to treat him like a child. And one thing that I pointed out to Vince that I thought was a nice like, like throwback was when Whis trains them, it very much reminds me of how Master Roshi did it. It's very you know, like they have to change Beerus' sheets when he's sleeping, mm-hmm. you know, and getting their ass whooped while they're doing it. Yeah, getting their ass whooped while they're doing it. They have to walk with these weights while platforms are falling. Like they're not just fighting. It they're, says, you know, they're kind of doing more basic stuff to train. Yeah. He's 75 million years old. Holy Jesus. fuck. Wow. Yeah. So, question Do you actually think Beerus is sleeping or do you think he's just fucking with them? What do you mean? Like when they're changing his sheets, like I think maybe the yeah. Tail. I think yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think, I think he's just fucking. But with there him. are points like there, specifically in the movie, like uh, he he shows up and he's still in like his sleeping gown and yeah, shit. his pajamas. And he's like, "Oh, what the hell are you guys doing in here?" But he's acting tired, and then he like pretends to sneeze, and fucking. He's like, hit you and fucking shoots. Yeah, blows up that fucking moon. Little, yeah, he blows up a whole planet. Like, <laughs> yep, yep. In the show, wasn't there a? Doesn't Weiss like put him in check at that point? No, um, in the in the show, that's when he, he foreshadows says, the do over. Yeah, that's yeah. when he said, "Oh, it's okay, just a it's moon. the same in the movie too. No do overs needed." Yeah, no, and that's when you're like, "Huh?" You know, because they're foreshadowing what happens with the fight with Frieza. That was the same in the movie, but yeah. But yeah, so the training, uh, the thing that I find interesting about it is like they do have to, they are for, forced to work together a little bit, like especially with the, the sheet changing shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So we get into that a little bit. Well, I think Vegeta going there first actually made that possible because he was able to learn shit without Goku there first and learn some Fucking of that, with him. <laughs> learn how to calm down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be, and. Or, like, if they would have went there at first together, it would have taken way longer, I think. They probably would have fought the whole way versus Vegeta being like, we have to do this. We're going to do it my way. Yeah. He had time to, like, focus his own mind. And then he was able to, like, work with Goku. Or begin to, anyway. Yeah. It was still... Like, they're still very clearly competing. Like, especially when Whis takes him out to carry those heavy-ass weights. And Vegeta's like... Like Goku goes to pick one up, and Vegeta's like, "Oh, you got to do it like this." And he's like, "What the fuck?" Oh, Whis is like, "Oh, I doubled the weight." He's doubled. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So here's my question, though: Is that their first day of training? Like, as soon as Goku gets there, right? Mm-hmm. So if Vegeta has been training six months, it had to take him six months training with Whis to even get up to where Goku is, because Goku keeps pace with him. With the weights, with those platforms, like he doesn't mm-hmm. really 
I mean, they're both kind of, you know, like at the same pace with that. So, I mean, that shows you just how much stronger Goku was than Vegeta before Vegeta went to train there. Kind of. I think it actually underplays it a little bit because Vegeta is able to get there in six months. Right. Mm -hmm. Think about it. They did a year in the time chamber for Boo and they didn't grow that much. Like they grew a lot, but not compared to the growth that Vegeta had was six months with Whis. Yeah, that's true. Like, that is a it was like jump. it was mostly mental, though. He learned to be more calm. Yes and no, because like, it's strength the wise too. Well, it's yeah, a, sure. It's a strength and speed, it's like it's massive. Because the the thing that I wanted to call it's like the beginning of the Frieza fight, right? Like all of the regular the Z fighters are doing their thing, <clears throat> and like Frieza is fucking Gohan up, right? Like he is wrecking Gohan, and Gohan's not a a pussy at this point like he's not as strong as he should be he's not as, as strong as he should be if he had kept training and whatnot but frieza is just wrecking him right right and when goku shows up he doesn't even go super saiyan he's just like regular black hair goku and is going well beyond toe to toe with frieza like pushing him to the point where he needs to power up to to overpower goku right and we compared Ultimate Gohan, which I believe he goes Ultimate Gohan during that Frieza fight, if I remember right. <clears throat> we compared that to, like, during the Buu Saga to, like, Super Saiyan 3. Mm-hmm. So, like, Or even Goku, maybe a little stronger. Right. So Goku in his base form is well beyond what his Super Saiyan 3 was before he went God. But also, I think they were hinting that he was, like, not training for a long time and much weaker than when he fought Buu. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but even still, even if he was like comparable to a Super Saiyan 2, like Goku in his base form being well beyond a Super Saiyan 2 is still pretty impressive. But Frieza's way beyond Super Saiyan 2, even before he goes gold at this point. When he shows up and then goes to like his final form. Yeah, the the little white one. Yeah, and I mean, he is... Way beyond like Majin Buu at that point. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. Or at least, yeah, they'd have to be comparable to Majin Buu or probably stronger. But the you know what I mean. But the point is Goku in his base form, right? Which makes the fucking comment that we all pointed out in the last episode about uh, Beerus telling Goku in his current form, "There's no way it doesn't seem possible he could beat Frieza," and it's like what. Like yeah, his yeah. That base makes form little... at that point would whoop the fucking dog shit out of Frieza. Well, that was before he went God. No, but no. But I, at you that know what point, I mean? it would have. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? But the, yeah, Beerus made that comment, yeah, and we I, were I, all I, like, "What?" Like, yeah, that... I remember calling that out. Yeah, was, that one. I think that was kind of a throwaway line. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what we kind of decided. Yeah, I mean, I just pointing it out because you know yeah frieza is fucking crazy strong without being gold yeah like post training now definitely yeah so another thing that i love about the show by the way and beerus and weiss as a whole is have you ever noticed that they like as a whole (laughs) you notice they like to break the fourth wall a lot and make fun of themselves like the show themselves and stuff like that like, I really love how Beerus made the comment 
um, when they had to go travel to Earth for the first time, you know, oh, it's 26 minutes, the average length of your average anime show. Yeah. You know, oh, or, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, the next part of uh, their training, he has them sent to another realm because they're being too loud and screaming and all this other shit while they're fighting. Which I think is funny because your wife in particular hates like the screaming and oh, powering yeah. up. So they kind of made fun of themselves there in that moment where he's like, God, I just want some peace. And you guys always have to scream when there, you fight. Dude, there was a really funny part <laughs> in the movie that I just thought was really fucking hilarious. And uh, TN, when they all show up to face Frieza, mm-hmm. like him and Krillin are talking. <clears throat> and he goes, yeah, I left Chiaotzu and Yamcha. At home, I don't think this is something they could handle. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, dang. Well, I think that's a little different from the show, too, because I think in the show they just say uh, Chiatsu. I mean, Yamcha is not there, but... Or whatever. I can't ever say his name right. Chiaotsu. Fuck it. But anyways, Just think Chow Soup and then drop the P. Chiaotsu. Okay. Chaozu. <laughs> That's close enough. Yeah, yeah whatever. Chaozu. But um, yeah, they just mentioned him. Tien does. So that's fucking funny that they say yeah, Yamcha. Yeah, he said Yamcha too. too. That's amazing. I was like, the disrespect. Yeah. The disrespect. Which is hilarious, though, because like for a it's human, true, Yamcha's pretty fucking strong. Yeah, he could have handled Frieza's henchmen. Probably. Well, yeah, and like it's. I think it's funny that they never bring him in in like any of like the tournaments. I liked our idea about him just like training in secret and like he shows up at a fight and he's, and just, just, like, he's just stronger than everybody except for right. maybe Goku. Yeah, when we get to Frieza Black, he just shows up and just fucking, you know, Yamcha's one like, punch mans him. He <laughs> gives a long diatribe, like a whole story about how. Yeah, like three He's like, you all long. looked back and didn't, you guys just kept going and left me behind. <laughs> and that pushed me. And that pushed me. <laughs> oh, and he's just a fucking bad motherfucker. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Like One Punch Man style. That'd be oh. funny. <laughs> he's like, I hit a new level. And then another. <laughs> he's just like Superhuman 13. Yeah. I think Johnny Depp would make a good Yamcha. That was kind of off topic, but yeah. By the way. just out there you know johnny dip (laughs) he can be kind of emo like that and yamcha is kind of emo so he's got that he's been in enough tim burton shit that he's had practice that would suck to get a hand pushed through your chest yeah yeah Yeah, i would like that'd be quite brutal that would suck i think like something quickly puncturing your chest would be much better than like the slow press in that's not even sharp yeah yeah just the hand like yeah just right. fucking pushing your meat out of the way. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, uh, depending on the person, there there might be some freaks out there that want to give it a shot. I don't. It know. was like a fatality in Mortal Kombat, right? Like he got fucked up. I I mean, at some point, maybe I would bow out too if I got a hand through the chest to be like, you know, this really isn't for me. I'm not really digging this. I anymore. probably would too. I'd be like, well, I can't keep pace with the rest of y'all. So have fun saving the universe and. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch can... it on the news from my couch. Yeah, he got handled like a small child. Like, what are you going to do to... I mean, he totally could have just kept training, though. Everybody else manages to stay strong. Yeah. So, True. interesting uh, note that I picked up on through that is everybody talks all kinds of shit on Yamcha, right? For, for basically bowing out. 
Look how many times Krillin has tried to bow out, and people are like, "Nah, man, keep going." Like he was, he was trying to be smart. Yeah. Well, we're gonna pause for a minute. Keep your thought, Ted. Okay. Uh, we gotta let this little pooch out to go potty. We'll be right back. And we're back. Um, dog has been relieved outside. Yeah, and I believe we were talking about like how we always call Yamcha for being a bitch because he bailed. But I was going to point out how frequent it is that Krillin's trying to back out of a fight. Like, oh, we don't have a chance. I'm not doing this. Like, he always does, but seems like he's, like, peer pressured into it. Well, He's versus... always peer pressured into it. But can you blame him, though, yeah, after definitely. Frieza exploded him? Like, I'd probably be a little afraid to fight anybody, especially Frieza, again after that. Right. But this is when he, like, steps into, like, higher power, though, right? This is when he's fighting... He starts to get stronger and eventually ends up in the tournament of power. Yeah, that's true. As, as opposed to Yamcha that gets, you know, left behind. Right. But my thing there is, if you look back to the beginning of Dragon Ball, Krillin was exceptionally strong as a kid. Like, so he has, like, some kind of latent potential, too. Wasn't yeah. he at one point the strongest human being on Earth? I would say it, or still is. It, in Dragon Ball, he could have been considered that probably, mm. yeah. maybe at points. But like, do you don't you don't think he's the strongest human being right now? I think he is. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, still is. Uh, Tn would be close. I think. You know, is I Tn always, human? Uh, yeah. Okay, I I never was entirely sure. I think he got like the third eye, you know, from meditation. Uh, Okay. He ate his chakras. Gotcha, all right, yeah. Which is why he can do the tri-beam and, you know, if anybody, you would think Tien would be able to reach like some... Transcendent form. Yeah, some Mm -hmm. human transcendent level because of his... Third eye is kind of a transformation. I mean, he's on the... On par with like Master Roshi as far as like power, like well, martial skill, yeah. Like he's probably one of the more polished martial artists, yeah. And like we said, he meditated and achieved the third eye. So you would think having that level of focus and shit would make him the most likely candidate to do that. I mean, but the whole point was Yamcha. I think, you know, he achieved being as strong as he was just through, you know, he's like more like Rock Lee, where he's maybe like he was sort of a genius of effort. So he was able to achieve that through training, but he didn't have any like crazy uh, latent potential that allowed him to do that. Yeah. Well, and on top of that, too, there's a lot of interesting fan theories out there about Krillin uh, being an alien himself because of not having a nose and the six dots on his forehead. Yeah. That's possible. Well, the dots would be, you know, growing up as a monk. I mean, and they do that in real life. But don't you they know? actually light up when he does his solar flare? I don't know. Oh, shit, I'm going to have to watch for that now. Yeah, but no, I, think I am it, too. But I think his whole body is, like, projecting that light, so... I mean, it, they would glow, but I don't think that's specifically from that because Goku can do a solar flare. Okay. I think that's just part of uh, some of the fan theories, though, with the dots. It, it's like... Well, just the no-nos. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, yeah, you could think he's an alien for sure because there's nobody else like him. Yeah, it's true. True, yeah. Yep. 
I mean, there's nobody else like Tien either, though. Nobody else has a third eye. But if they went that direction, that would seem like a cop-out almost. Be like, at this point, if you're like, oh, yeah, Krillin's a, an alien. Yeah, it would. It'd be like a Goku thing all over again. Yeah. But it would explain his, like, crazy amount of power as just like a little kid. Yeah. And he was tiny as fuck on top of that. So to be able, that strong at his size... Yeah, it's isn't crazy. normal at all. Yeah, but it, it's. I'm still a little sad that they haven't done more with the humans. Like I know we've talked about this several times, but like you think back to like super early days, like the the Saiyans weren't that much stronger than like strong humans. Like they were stronger, yeah, but like even if you just kept them growing at about the same rate, they were just like stronger on mass, right? Like. I would bet, like, some of the, like, actual, just the people, you know, working in the village or doing other jobs wouldn't be much stronger than, like, somebody like Yamcha. Right. So, like, somebody like Raditz and and Vegeta and Nappa were, like, the cream of the crop of the Saiyans at that point. Right. And the the humans now, like Tien and Krillin, like, they would whoop the shit out of those early Saiyans now. Yeah. Like, all of yeah. them would destroy Raditz. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Even Yamcha would be able to take on a thousand Raditzes, maybe. Right. So You like, know what I mean? During the Android saga? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He would fucking be able to kill Raditz 100% of the time. But also, it would have been cool to see Raditz survive or come back at some point and become a Super Saiyan. Yeah, that would have been cool. That would have been. He'd have looked all Super Saiyan three in his base Super Saiyan form, and they get him <laughs> brought back around to the the right side. But could you? Because he kind of seemed to enjoy being a. Well, I mean, but so did Vegeta. Yeah, I was gonna say in the be- beginning, like Vegeta was as bad or worse. It would be a cool arc, is like if he got brought back, him and Nappa, and then they were like seeing Vegeta do the family guy the life thing and like protecting earth and they're like what the fuck and they take it like as a betrayal yeah yeah that would be a good arc and then and then eventually have them come around and like vegeta ends up teaching them during the fight so like kind of like he did with the other saiyans from universe six isn't it so if napa goes super saiyan does his head just turn gold in a circle or well, does his head get bigger? His head just turns gold. <laughs> <laughs> it just the shiny gold spot on his head. You could easily give him hair when he comes back or something. Yeah, you know, in the uh, or just get hair when he goes Super Saiyan. Just sprouts hair. Like Goku gets longer hair when he goes Super Saiyan three. Why not? I think earlier, but like at this point, the Dragon Balls should be able to bring anybody back because Frieza had been dead for how many years? Yeah, but he had no body to come back. To. Well, I mean, to be fair, there have been a lot of times where there were no bodies to come back to. So that's actually kind of a, a weird thing. It's like when they when they wish Frieza back, Shenron's like, yeah, he doesn't have a body, but you can, I'll give you the pieces. Yeah. And then they have to put him in the tank and grow him back. Like, well, what about all the times that you revived everyone on planet Earth when it was, you know, obliterated? Like, right. Or, like, wishing back the planet and then wishing back the people. Like, they didn't have bodies either. I wondered about that, too, honestly. I was like, that seems like a really weird 
thing to throw in there just to add some more like filler to it of like they have to grow him and even in they even did that in the movie too yeah it just doesn't make a lot of sense like where you're like it doesn't make sense if like, you really think Vegeta about it. Vegeta comes back, right? Like, he gets his body in hell, and then he gets to come back. But when he died against Boo, and he blew himself up, like, yeah, there he, was just nothing there. Yeah, he was... Well, he turned into mm. ashes and then disintegrated. Yeah, there was nothing left. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there was no body. So, how, like, how did that work versus, well, I'll give you sushi, Frieza. Like... Right, maybe that, maybe <laughs> that know, was Shenron like just, just being an asshole. He's like, you know what? You can have the pieces. Uh, this is one of them points, I think, where we, you know, we just got to go. You know what I mean? That doesn't make a lot of sense, but it is what it is. Because yeah. th- I think they're just, like, not counting on people looking that deep into it. But but then there's people like us. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, that seems really limited for him not to be able to do that, especially at this point when he's been upgraded so many times. Like, Shinron's gained in power throughout the show too yeah and been able to do more and more with his wishes so why the fuck would he need to give you like you said sushi frieza <laughs> right yeah. like here here's all this raw meat have fun and then it's still alive right yeah that's the other thing is like all the pieces like the, like eyeball? the eyes blinking and shit <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, how like, is he alive well he was dead because he got cut up but i'm gonna give you back the pieces that are now alive mm-hmm yeah, it's weird. Yeah, that was definitely a weird. I, they I want gave a million zenny and the best ice cream on the planet. Well, they would have had. Here's how this would have had to work for it to make actual sense: is like wish for the pieces, and then grow his body, and then you get the Dragon Balls again, and wish for him to be brought back to life into that body, or wish for the pieces, wish for him to be put back together, and then wishes spirit into his body that's what i just wishes that's what i said though well no no you, you oh yeah yeah you okay so you get put together give actually, me the jigsaw put it together for me and then put somebody in yeah it. so you actually get two wishes so instead of using the regenerative bullshit why the fuck didn't they just go okay put his body back together Oh, you know what that regenerative thing did kind of set up, though, was his training with that other dude that he almost killed on that's the regular. That's true. That's fair. But it, in the movie, they don't do that, so it didn't yeah. serve a purpose in that, other than to like keep it somewhat consistent, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Just kind of a silly plot hole that doesn't yeah, make it, any yep. goddamn sense at all. Right. It's, yeah, it didn't make any sense. Right. So, anyway, so, yeah, Frieza comes back, does all of his training. Then he comes back to Earth, and he's got his thousand warriors. So let's talk about the the showdown with the Z warriors a little bit. Like, well, and I like it a lot more in the sh- the movie. Like it showed everybody. It was like much smoother, and you got to see the uniqueness in everybody's way of fighting against m- multiple enemies like that. Yeah, and like so, it's just prettier in the movie. Okay. What I really liked about it is Krillin's kind of internal struggle and him almost locking up and freezing up, no pun intended, when he saw Frieza (laughs) and he thought back to, you know, when he fucking exploded him and he was like terrified, you know, just. And why wouldn't you be? Yeah, you know. Well, yeah, it's how any normal person would probably react to that. And I love how Master Roshi talked him out of it. He was like, you know, you've had the best martial arts training on this planet, you know. He's like, yeah, look at, doesn't he, like, he goes, you have, like, all you need. 
Yeah. And he's like, if you just get out of your head, and then he like slowly realizes as he like casually punches somebody or whatever. Well, he, and he's like, go, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, they all gang up on him to whoop his ass because Frieza promises, you know, a, a, planet. a planet of their choice. Isn't that so messed? Like, can yeah. we just take a minute to just think about how janked that is that Frieza's like, all right, like, Kill him. Like, mm-hmm. whoever can yeah. get him, just let's do it. Oh, like, let's do this again. Cr- Krillin? Yes. That is, yeah. in just, the show he does that? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, in the show he, you know, tells everybody, you know, whoever can kill him, I'll give you a planet yeah, after this. Yeah, he just picks yeah. Krillin out because he... Yes, and sends all of his troops after just Fri- Krillin. That's like the genius of Frieza, actually, mm-hmm. is he mm-hmm. is a master of, like, terrorizing people, too. And just being pure evil, yeah, you know? Yeah, he is, like, that is messed up because he knew... What he did to Krillin, and to, he, he played yeah. on that. Yeah, and he, he probably he knew that Krillin was out. freaked out. Oh, yeah. You know, couldn't fight. And so he's like, all right, like, well, I'll go after him again. You know, and you're like, yeah. damn. But yeah, and then uh, they all go to attack him. They try to punch him, and Krillin, like, just fucking easily moves out of the way. He's like, huh. Yeah, there's that one, that one little panel where essentially he, like, steps back and, like, watches the punch go by. And like realizes like oh these guys ain't shit. Really, yeah. they ain't shit well, yeah, compared he, to me. He he reverted back to like how, I guess he wasn't necessarily weak when he when they fought Frieza, but he reverted back to like thinking he wasn't as strong as he was. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, and, it's, he, and it's probably pretty easy for him to do that though. Like when you're around people like Gohan, Goku, and Vegeta, like yeah, but yeah, and you're not remembering that as they get stronger you're getting like crazy strong too like at right. that point i wonder if krillin would have is strong enough at this point like in the show to like give frieza at least a good fight back in the day no i think he would kill him or he would beat him yeah i think yeah. At, mm-hmm. like if we go to this point in super the beginning of he's super i think as he's strong as a super saiyan right yeah I, I would say he's a good bit stronger than a base super saiyan and by the time we get to, like, the end of Super, like, I think he would have been capable of beating Cell. I agree with that, actually. And That's potentially fucking... go toe-to-toe with Boo. How crazy. Yeah. And then, yeah, he's, so he's thinking that he is the weakest among them when he is insanely strong. Oh, yeah. But it's, like, hard to pick it out because the, the, he watches people transform and do all these flashy, crazy things and, and turn into gods and yeah and like it's it would be easy to go oh i really am not like shit i shouldn't even be here but in reality i mean he's fucking really fucking strong well and they yeah. rely on he's him you know it. he's yeah he's currently you know he's one of those <laughs> he's curling it for sure he's curling it yeah he's one of those people though that they always call upon him when you know something yeah, is threatening the earth there. you know that there's a reason yeah that they're like krillin get your ass to this battle like we got shit to do yeah, yeah makes sense so uh, it would just be cool to see him like make a wish with shinron maybe or you know with the elder kind of yeah on- go train somewhere you know and get like hit like some transcendent level to where you know like oob in gt I didn't Have you seen GT. it? So he has like a, you know, he looks kind of normal, not scrawny or anything, but he's normal size. But then he can power up and then he gets bulkier and like has kind of a, a like an aura around him, but he's like shinier and kind of his skin changes a little bit of color. 
Right, so like an ultimate Krillin, that's what I was saying. Yeah, go, that would be... go have his latent potential unlocked by the Elder Kai, or the and then dragon. you get ultimate Krillin. Yeah. Or the dragon like... Uh, Piccaro? Piccolo. Yeah. Then we get orange Krillin. And well, I just... I think it would ju- he just should get like two inches taller. <laughs> <laughs> and right. then like, and just bulkier, you know, yeah. just look jacked and badass. That would be pretty fucking funny. <laughs> that would... But... And then you could, yeah, make his fucking dots and shit. Maybe he gets a nose. <laughs> a little semblance nose. of a nose. Well, you know what's funny is I, it just dawned on me. We're always bitching about humans never getting their transformations, right? Mm-hmm. Roshi does it all the fucking time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah transformed into like you know jacked ass old man. <laughs> yeah. True. I well, mean, I would call it a transformation too because during the fight with all the uh, Frieza's minions, he lets out a huge kamehameha and he like shrinks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, yeah, that, I yeah. would definitely call that a transformation. So. Yeah, because he ran out go. of energy. And now we need reverted. him to teach that well, shit to Krillin. Krillin. <clears throat> and we could just have this little fucking two foot tall ball of muscle. Well, why can't there be a superhuman god? I don't know. Cause human? Why can't there? Why can't? If a Saiyan can reach a god form, I don't think that's... Ne- I mean, in my mind, that would mean that almost any race could do that, reach a god form. Maybe. Because if you, if anybody can be a destroyer, right, you just have to have the right amount of strength and probably the mental, the right, like, mind for it, too. Mm-hmm. But if you were, if you reached all those marks it wouldn't matter what race you are and you saw that during the tournament of power every destroyer god was a different race i like the clown <clears throat> yeah he's i don't dope. know why i like the clown he's awesome but yeah. you see what i'm saying though yeah it's like so that would mean that a human could be a destroyer god potentially if they reached that level and had that mindset yeah I remember so, they had a mouse too. So why couldn't somebody get that little yellow one? And also, yeah. any race or person with the right amount of training and power can reach Ultra Instinct, right? Not just a Saiyan. That's not just a Saiyan thing. Well, and there is no Goku is the only Saiyan that does it. The only person that can do it. The only non-immortal. Like, yeah. There is one destroyer. That she looks of, human. That we know about. There could be others that in other Which universes. One? Oh yeah, the Egyptian looking. Yeah, the Egyptian. She kind of reminds me of like a Cleopatra. She's the only human looking one out of all the destroyers. Yeah, she could be. Yeah, she could have been an Egyptian. You know, ancient Egyptian turned destroyer. I mean, my point is, if they they could totally have Krillin hit some god body form. Well, it would make sense out of all of them too, because one of the things I love about Krillin is he's got like the most heart out of all of them. You know, the weaker class, most loyal some bitch there is ever out there. Yeah, true story. Well, I don't know. I don't know about most loyal. Piccolo sacrifices himself for Gohan over and over. Uh, Yeah, that's that's true. Well, I mean, but I mean, Krillin's right there doing it too. I guess. Yeah, I mean, but and like we were talking about the difference between him and Yamcha. It's like Krillin probably doesn't belong there on the surface, but he is always able to like reach that n- new level, even if it isn't like a god level. Right, yeah, he's, he's still, never going to be the one finishing the fight. Like, how the fuck, like, if you ever thought about it, like, like you said, he could probably at this point give Cell at least a good fight and probably beat him. 
Yeah, I, th- I think he would beat Cell at this point. like, And be surprised when he did it. He'd be like, right. what? Like Cell would go to hit him and he'd have that moment of, oh, shit, I can do this. Here's a good, like a good sort of example. But like, you remember in the Janemba movie when Gohan, like Frieza shows up there, you like, and he's at the same level he would have been when he fought Goku, right? Mm-hmm. And Gohan is like in his ultimate form and just fucking punches through Frieza like he's a paper bag. Yeah. So uh, another point that I just remember when we were talking about like the power level of Goku and his base form when they come to fight Frieza. Another thing that I forgot to point out there was um, none of them except for Jocko could see them fighting. Oh, yeah. Like that's how much stronger Goku's base form and Vegeta's base form is than where they were, you know, before they started their training, obviously. Like they can't even be seen by the people that are supposed to be pretty strong. You know what I mean? Like, well, and Gohan's no bitch. Krillin's pretty strong. And the fact that they can't even see it is pretty crazy. Yeah. That's pretty mind blowing. (laughs) Yeah. It really is. But they get to a point where they can. Right. By the end of it, like when they're watching him fight Jiren and shit, Mm -hmm. everybody can see what's happening. Yeah. I mean, it's probably a blur to them. They're probably having a hard time. Right. They might not be able to fully like pick out details, but they can get the basic gist of what's going on. Right. So like Krillin, right now we're feeling like he could probably fight and beat Zell. By the end when he's at the Tournament of Power... It's like, dude, like who he could probably fight Majin Buu at that point. Yeah. And yep. Maybe beat him. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. It's hard to tell. Like it is hard to tell. It like, is. That's a, the thing is like tracking the power scaling on all of them through all of Super is pretty rough. Like, right. It's hard to gauge, especially when they're fighting in a tournament against people from other universes that we really don't know shit about. Yeah, we just know that they're their strongest fighters, but that doesn't mean shit to us, you but, know. But yeah, they're obviously some of those people that were there were not anywhere near the level of Jiren or like Goku, right? right. Oh it's yeah, like most the, definitely. A lot of most those people of them? Yeah, most of them it's like what were their power levels? Where where were they at? Is like the question, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you can base like the lesser fighters like Krillin or TN and know where they're actually at because it is a good question. Could they actually beat somebody like Sil? I think so, yeah. Like definitely at the end of Super, they would be I think they would all have been well beyond Cell. Like I think even Roshi would have given Cell a run for his money at that point. I don't yeah. know. I think so too. I you know, I, I like, could see that. Yeah, like we talked about, like Roshi's, like we, I don't remember when we talked about it, but he's like super tactical. He's not the strongest or the most powerful, but like his fighting ability and his tactics are like next level. Oh, yeah. It, well, in his techniques and the way that he uses them, they're all, it's really dope actually because he uses a bunch of techniques that he uses in Dragon Ball. Yeah. During the Tournament of Power and brings back like old shit. Mm-hmm. And uses it effectively against like people on a crazy level. Yep. And he takes out what like five or six people. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, something like that. I mean, I know he do- you know he doesn't last long, but it's like you know he took out that many in, in one go. Like in the amount of time that he was fighting, he 
And for, you know, an old man, too, you know, but he's still got it, you not, know? Not just old man. He's like 400 years old at this point. Oh, yeah. He's probably one of the oldest fighters they have there. I, I mean, I guess I would think, like we said, we don't know really anything about the other ones, but... That would make sense if he isn't, like... I mean, clearly he reached a new level and got stronger, but it, like we said, it was his tactical ability and martial pr- prowess that set him above most of the people there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was able to use that and effectively and take people out that should have been able to beat him. Yeah, definitely. Yep. He's a so, smarter fighter. He doesn't, he's not always physical about it. You know, he's, he, he uses his mind. And, uh, I was going to say, what was I going to say? He, shit, I can't remember. I don't know. But like I said, I think Roshi at the end of Super would probably be a good match for Cell. Yeah, I... I think Krillin would beat him. Team maybe. would beat him. Maybe. Yeah. 17 and 18 would whoop the shit out oh, of Cell Oh, yeah, now. well... Oh, yeah. Which is funny That's to think about. That's tough to... <clears throat> Do you think? Oh, yeah. At, that at is the hardest finding, one to gauge. 17 and 18? Like, they just, uh, they don't make a lot of sense to me. Like, they've talked about this, like, their unlimited power, right? Like, Like, they shouldn't be able to be stronger because they're, like we said, they have that access to infinite pool of power, right? But for that to, like, actually work, you would have to have some kind of battery that recharged faster than you are able to use power. So to like make them stronger, they would have to actually upgrade their equipment, like their circuitry Maybe. and whatnot, to fucking have a wider like access to that infinite pool and be able to use more at, at once. Yeah, and I think we talked about that during the Android saga a little bit, but it's really interesting, especially like so. Eighteen doesn't really shine later on, which I, we probably shouldn't get too much into this because we're only a few episodes from it anyway. But mm-hmm. seventeen, for whatever reason, is like crazy fucking strong in the tournament of power. Well, like they must be able to train and get stronger too. Right, like, they're they're partly well, human too. They could be getting better in martial arts too. You know. Well, yeah, Maybe sure. They're just it's yeah. something like that too. I that would imagine he's out there. Sorry. I was just going to say that can contribute to it, you know? Yeah. But like Ted said, it doesn't make a crazy amount of sense for them to like train and get stronger. When maybe they just got a firmware makes... upgrade. Who knows? Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe Bulma upgrade. helps them out. I you wish, know? Yeah, I wish they would have said something like that. Like they got upgrades from Bulma that make them. Right, something. Cause... And then they're, yeah, that would have made more sense. But it's whatever. Like not a huge deal. Yeah, but it's what, just weird what i thought was interesting in the i don't remember in the show but was 18 there to fight no she was at home with Marin. okay it was the same in the movie too yeah and <clears throat> we'll get i don't know how far in are we anyway we got 35 minutes or so okay. well, we've been kind of all over the place with it but like i remember that she's at home with Marin because towards the end when cell goes boom i mean when frieza booms the planet it shows them in the living room playing mm-hmm. oh, yeah. yep yep Yep. And uh, Videl and... And Pan. Pan yep. And, yep. Yeah. Um, so let's talk more about Frieza. And like just... I thought it was interesting in... Well, during the movie when, like I said, when he showed up, he didn't really like thank anyone or 
He's just like, oh, yeah, it took you long enough, you know? And they're like, oh, we had to, like, develop this technology and all this. And, like, they went through a crazy effort to bring him back. And he's so ungrateful. And, and he's just like, all right, bitches, and we're going to go kill some Saiyans. And they're like, uh, we should probably, like, get shit back in order first. He's like, you, he's like, you guys are soft as fuck. And, like, they... Even he sacrificed how many soldiers against these guys? Well, it wasn't and, even and it wasn't he, even that. Like when he, he actually when they actually get going on the fight, um, when he powers up, he, he kills, kills all, all of, of his soldiers. Yeah. Yep. He kills them all in the show. Yeah. Okay, it's different in the they kind of take them all out in the movie, and then he does his thing. No, nope, so he, in in the show, yeah, most of them are still alive, and he powers up, and it's just a, a globe of power just kills them all. And he he did it just to prove like prove a point of how powerful and, he is now. And yeah, and he just these are like the people that help bring him back to life, and he just does not give a. He fuck just about. kills his whole fleet, you know, to be a show off. He's and like, he, yeah, fuck all it. he cares about is like killing Goku. He doesn't give yeah, a he, fuck. Nothing else on his mind except I got to kill the Saiyan and then he'll make plans after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that would be silly to do that, I think, because like Vegeta, I think Goku pushes Frieza. It's like you need, he needs Frieza or Goku to make sure that he keeps getting stronger. Right. But he doesn't want to need to get stronger. That's true. Yeah, it pisses like, him off that he's yeah, got to do it. And both the show and from what you said, the movie, like he's pissed off at Goku for making him have to train. Yeah. And he's like, you're going to pay for that too. So That's I agree so funny, with you. Like, like Goku pushes Frieza, but if Goku wasn't there, Frieza wouldn't need to be pushed. Frieza is so evil. So yeah. evil. He's just like you. Especially at this point. Just like imagine being like in his mind, like being that that arrogant and like careless about other people, and just like a legit psychopath almost. Is he? He, I, no, I, I think he would. I, I would say so, most definitely. Oh yeah, like he just does not give a shit. He does, and some of the shit he talks on them too. Man, I'm just he like, is wildly racist. He is so <laughs> racist. He is so racist. Fucking hell, yeah, the monkeys. So racist. Oh, uh, yeah. The monkeys and shit. So like, racist. Jesus. Yeah, at one point he says to Gohan something like, oh, my little primate or something, and he's <laughs> yeah. just a he's dick just about like, it. Hell. Yeah, he's just a plain dick about things. And uh-huh. I and I lo- that's what I love about Frieza, though, is like there's literally no fucks given. He just does not care. He is just he evil, le- and that's how he is. Le- like legit narcissist. Like he really literally only cares about himself. Oh, yeah. Yep. Like so, everybody which they else, use to their advantage a little bit later on, but it's well, which is what makes it. And I don't want to get too crazy far into shit later, but I guess whatever. I mean, but like him during the turn tournament of power, it's like yeah, he did all that so he could make sure he survived. Yeah, in the end, but like he still comes around and like like comes through in a pinch like big time. Yep. Against True. Jiren, like fighting Jiren. <clears throat> and didn't even like allow himself to be taken out to make that happen. Well, there was a there was a couple of times in the tournament of power, but we should save most of that for And he took an later. incredible amount of punishment during that fight. Oh yeah. Like an insane amount of punishment, like fighting Jiren. 
So how much stronger do you think Frieza got just from the tournament of power alone since training and all of that makes him stronger? Well, that's only 45 minutes if you look at it, though. But it's a pretty intense. Yeah, but look at the intense fighters. Yeah, there's a point when during the tournament when the clown god is talking shit and saying that uh, Goku's only using an imperfect version of uh, Ultra Instinct. Mm-hmm. And Vegeta's like, you sound like a fucking retard. He's like, look. He's like, you just said it's imperfect. That means he could perfect it. And he's like, and if you don't think he can perfect it in the next however much time he's got right now, then you're being delusional. He's like, look at every saying that's been in this tournament and they've all shattered their limits like in excess yep. throughout this thing. And they've only had 40 some minutes yep. to do that. And they've every one of them reached a new level. So it makes a ton of sense that Frieza would be getting even more out of it. <clears throat> Maybe because yeah. like yeah. his four months of beating the shit out of a dummy took him to the level of super Saiyan blue essentially. So yeah. Maybe that it, probably did it probably yeah he got way stronger just fighting somebody like june well and you have to think about it too you know i mean i know we don't want to talk you know too much about it yet but they're fighting for <laughs> their we keep going i know yeah, that's <laughs> whatever dude i'm they're, talking about they're fighting for their lives they're going to push themselves you oh, know yeah. to those limits and those breaking points and beyond what they could do just to save their world. So it makes sense that they would grow even stronger in 45 minutes. Well, I love that Frieza is back. Yep. Me and too. He was always my favorite. My bad favorite guy. villain. Yep. Like my Because fa- he had the most personality. I mean, Cell had quite a bit, but he was more like just a, a showboat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almost, he was just like, "Look at me." He look was just like me. a pompous, like, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. How, yes. Look how perfect I am. But yeah, he's like, like a green yeah. Mr. Satan. A Frieza. <laughs> yeah, Frieza has that sense of entitlement. He's and entitled he's, and a dick with no just, fucks given, and he's just so evil. That's what I and, like about him is when it comes to villains. I'm like, sometimes I just want the pure evil villain like like just give me that you know and and that's what i like about him well and that's the thing is that you're never gonna see frieza be like having a family like vegeta and like exactly like smiling in a photo with fucking you know what i mean yeah definitely that's never gonna happen like and he's always gonna be a piece of shit but clearly he can be counted on to be strong enough and come through in saving their universe if he has to yeah, and be at I least don't... a reluctant ally. Yeah, but he was also trying to save his own skin too because yeah, exactly. if they all die yeah, in that, sure. you know, yeah, he's sure. with them. Yeah, that's what I mean is like he can be counted on to like help save it as long as he has to to survive. Right, that's true. If it's survival, he'll do it, you know. it's If he had an out, he would have taken it. He wouldn't have done that. If oh, he had any other but, option, but he you would've... know, he knew. I think they all knew. Like this is the real deal. You got to take this shit seriously. And it's all Goku's fucking fault. He's the <laughs> one who came up with the goddamn idea. Yeah, yeah. Goku <clears throat> always seems sometimes to fuck them. Well, he, yeah, so, he, he he's he's a child. A all throughout, all throughout Super, they 
they push him into that like giddy little kid role harder and harder. Yeah. They do lean on that heavier than like Dragon Ball Z for sure. Yeah. Like he's much more adult like at the end of Z than he is through any of Super. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. True. Which is I don't know. It doesn't bother me that much. No. I think they the the overall direction they went with Super was like leaning hard into their stereotypes, each character. I think so too. Yeah, they they definitely are full like into that. Yeah, that's yeah, like Frieza's Frieza's much more arrogant and accentuated. And, and he's funny, and he's funny. Like he's super funny. He's yeah. hilarious. Like to the me. like, I think the general tone of the show is like serious, but more funny than Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like more funny more often. Yeah. And like just There's even like weird little one liners like yeah. when Frieza and Goku are fighting and I think he grabs him. He's like, come here, God monkey or some shit like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I wanted to point this out really bad. There was this point when they were fighting Frieza and Goku that they were grabbing each other kind of weird, like Goku had a hold of his tail and the way they were twisted made them look like the yin, yin, yin and yin. yang. And I thought that yeah. was oh. just such an awesome juxtaposition because they really are the complete total opposites of each other in every way. Yeah, she pointed that out and I was like, oh, that's fucking a good point. Like, mm-hmm. It really does. Uh, and during when they're about to fight, like in that movie, Frieza says something to Goku about like uh just about like beginning the fight he's like so let's see how we match up my old rival or whatever he calls him something like that hmm. like he he considers him his or no his arch nemesis is what he called him my nemesis or it's like he considers him his his fucking yin to the yin and yang he considers yeah. that himself he's like he knows that they are opposite Yep. And free and Goku goes He's like, "Oh, you really have gotten strong." He's like, "It's kind of a waste. You'd be a really good training partner if you weren't such a dick basically." Yeah. And and, and Freeze is like, he's like, "It's that kind of small-minded bullshit that makes me can't that, that makes it so I can't stand like living in the same universe as you." I know he's he like, just "You've got you got to die." He's like, "You don't He's like the fact, like we all been saying. He's like the fact that you even push me is fucking horseshit. Well, I just I think that's kind of what I like about their relationship too is that Goku, it like he's not hateful at all, and he even had you know his moments when he very first fought Frieza, where he was you know going to give him mercy and stuff, and whereas Frieza just flat out hates him like with a passion, and it's never going to change. He just despises every like just everything about Goku. And who he is, like, yeah. just rages. Well, and he uses it against him. So, like, during their fight, Goku starts, they, like, warn Frieza. They're like, you ran here as soon as you got this new transformation, didn't you? And they know from experience that when you do that, you have to, like, learn the nuance of that new form to be able to use it longer. Well, yeah, and you need to train in it, and yeah. So, and they're like, it hasn't hit you yet, but it will. Because they're like so experienced in so, transform- Did they call it out earlier in the fight in the movie? Probably. So in the show, um, the way that plays out is like they're fighting and Goku sees him panting. And yeah. Vegeta's like, oh, you don't see what's going on. And then Goku's like, oh, shit. Yeah, I get it. And then everybody else realizes it's a little it too. Everybody, everybody realizes what's going on, but they don't say anything to Frieza until it's too late. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, in the movie, they 
speed it up a little bit and they're like it's it hasn't hit you yet and he's like all right well i'll just kill you right now so i don't yeah, have to that, worry about that it that still happens the same in the show but <clears throat> my point is it's like once like... it happens once it happens he that's when frieza like falls to his knees and like he's like acting and, and then goku is like get the fuck out of here come back when you're ready and i'll give you another fight when you're Yep. He's like, but tries to show him mercy and let him leave. Mm-hmm. And that's when he has Sorbet shoot him in the back with that ring and like, uh, like almost kills Goku, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, because Goku yeah. let his guard down, which is in the show, they make sure to point out that Whis has been warning him about. Mm-hmm. Yep, that that's his biggest issue. Yeah. Well, yeah. and then like, so that leads to them almost being fucked over again. Good thing Vegeta's there and is just as strong as Goku at that point. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that was so the Vegeta Frieza fight was my favorite part of this entire section. Like, because just the Vegeta just puts it on him. Like, well, it's not just that. Like, it's like, yeah, he's very business oriented, which makes it awesome. But it's also like the style of the fighting. And like, I remember when we did that the uh, episode for the the superhero movie, I called out that I loved how impactful everything felt. Mm-hmm. And the the Vegeta fight with Frieza is very much like that movie and how they approach it. Like, it's the very slow, like, uppercut him in the fucking stomach and then kick him away. Like, yeah, you very get, you get hard m- hits. That right, just yeah, like... you get more of that impact rather than the, when he's fighting Goku and they're both doing the ha-ha-ha-ha-ha bullshit with their energy <laughs> blasts. It's like it's a completely different type of fighting. Yeah. And I think it was way better than the Goku fight, personally. That's I've always liked that. Vegeta's always kind of, he was like that when he beat Android uh, 19, remember? Mm-hmm. Like, he was very, like, those attacks felt really impactful. He, like, almost kicked through his body at one point. Like, you saw his foot. Like, coming out the other side of him, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. And, like, so when Vegeta has the upper hand, he is very brutal like that. And just, like, trying to take somebody out. Whereas uh, Goku tries to let shit drag out. Oh, yeah. And that's, and, like, Vegeta's calling him out on it through the whole thing with Frieza, too. Like, Goku's yeah, fucking around he? and Frieza's fucking around. And Free- it go- Vegeta goes up and punches Goku. Oh, no, they full-on fight for him. Yeah, yeah. they do full-on well, fight he, in the well, show. They're like, he's fighting Frieza, and he, like, sucker punches him in the side of the head. Right. Just like, bam, quit fucking around. And then, yeah, they're fighting. Yeah, and Frieza's, like, watching, and everybody else <laughs> is like, oh, my God, is Vegeta on Frieza's side now? Like, They're like, could yeah. he have turned? Yeah. yeah like, that... I don't know. That felt a little forced to me. Because at this point, Vegeta is clearly on their yeah, side. Yeah, I mean, you know? it's obvious that he's not going to go join Frieza. Right. I think it was more of a, a way for them to like really call it out and pull it to the forefront that Vegeta's a good guy now. Yeah. I think right, that was probably yeah, like, like, the narrative tool they, they were going like for. They kind of like use that to cement it. Like, Vegeta's finally on the good side now. We know for right. sure that he and is. Some- and how somehow somebody as smart as Frieza falls for it, and he's like... I don't think it's he stupidity, pulls, it's arrogance. I think pu- so, too. Yeah, he pulls v- a Vegeta over after Goku's down, and he's like, oh, you want to finish him off for me? I'll make you the fucking leader of my armies and shit. You no, know? it didn't happen in the show like that. Oh, okay, well, in the movie he says that. Mm. No, in the show, like when they first get together um like vegeta's got like the you know like the curly eye fucking huge smile and he's clapping for frieza for coming back and blah 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 blah. 
And then he pisses Frieza off by continuing to clap. And he keeps going. And Frieza keeps yep. making comments and he keeps clapping. Mm, yeah. And then he just point blank tells Frieza that he's a piece of shit and that there's no way in hell he would ever go that direction and how worthless Frieza is. Like, I don't remember the whole speech, but like mm-hmm. he lets Frieza have it right there. Well, I was yeah. about to point out Vegeta has a huge score to settle with Frieza as well as Goku. Oh, yeah. I, I would I would argue that uh, Vegeta has more of a score to settle with Frieza than Goku does. Yeah. Like Frieza wiped I agree. out his planet. Like, yeah, it was Goku's planet, too, technically, but Goku knows nothing about it. Like, that was Vegeta's home and his entire race. And he was their prince, right? Like, Well, yeah, and how proud he is about his race and seeing his dad squirm every time Frieza would talk to him or shit like that, you know? Yep. I mean, he definitely was vengeful for that reason. Yeah, well, which he makes has, it kind of sad that Vegeta's not the one that gets to finish him off. That's what right. I, he, sure. it, it gets close, but then, you know. Frieza blows up the world. <clears throat> yeah. The whole world, Craig. And then, of course, they got to have G- Goku jump in and, like, finish him off. That was kind of lame. It was. Yeah, I it was a cool so. Kamehameha, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think it should have been Vegeta's turn. To I think take Vegeta should have finished him off when they rewound time. Yeah. For yeah, sure. but I like, or I, or just not do the time rewind and let Vegeta finish him, you know, and just you know make it all dramatic with Goku losing, and then Vegeta steps in and finishes him off. And why why the fuck not? Why shouldn't he be able to do that? Yeah, because yeah, then I that agree. would cement in Frieza's mind that you know they're both on the same level now. So he's got two. Fucking yeah, two Saiyans that he is gonna have to keep up with. Or, Which I think you know. he sees it that way anyway, but right. Um, I just don't. Yeah, I, I think they should have let Freeze or Vegeta finish it for sure. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. with that too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I was just thinking about like, was there another point later on in Super when they used the redo? I don't remember. <clears throat> Is it with Goku Black? Well, I have no idea. I'm not that. Um, I I, th- I want to say yeah. I want to Goku say Black. yes as well, but I don't. Oh, I'll have to get there. I don't entirely remember. I'll have to watch yeah. it now because it's been. Isn't that next? Yes. Is the beginning of that? Yep. Yeah, it's the beginning so. of the whole Goku Black and. Yeah, that's that. All I'm gonna definitely have to watch like closely because I haven't. There's I a lot of nuance through that whole section. That well, one yeah, is I one just you rem- have to pay attention to for uh, sure. I remember being really impressed about it, like mainly because they added mystery. Yeah. To the show, mm-hmm. which you never really had before, and like, I remember in the beginning of that watching it like one episode a week, mm-hmm. and you're like really like trying to figure out like who he was. Yep. Yeah, that was fun about it, trying to figure it out, and then all just all the different, um, like the universe hopping and like time traveling elements of it. I really enjoyed as well too. It's a very complicated and like well written part of the show. I, I say it seems to be one of the more um, thoughtful. Yeah, they really put a lot of thought. They put into a lot it. of thought into this arc. You know what I mean? It's not just your basic. Here's a bad guy. We're going to get everybody to fight him, and some people might die, and Dragon Balls. Whereas, this was just an ep- a way to bring Frieza back back in. into the show. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, as you're watching it, like, it's, it's a pretty short section. Like, I think all of this, 
Um, so from the beginning of Super up to this point, I think it was only like 30 episodes. So there's there's not a lot there, like in terms of like how long you get to watch it. Right. Like the the whole Frieza thing was probably only like what maybe six or six episodes, maybe eight. Yeah, it wasn't very long. No. We should real quick talk about Weiss and Beerus being there and like they casually make it, eating ice cream. Well, they're right. just eating the whole time. Well, but the thing is, is like they go. Frieza even asks Beerus if he's gonna like interfere if he's mm-hmm. like, and he's like, "No, nah, do your thing." And if kind of makes it seem like they are only there for ice cream, but really, when it comes down to it, they do the rewind. And, and that was I guess Beerus's idea for. The I record. guess so. I guess that does add to that and shows that Beerus they they interfere and, and make it look like they're not like they're you know what I mean. Right, yeah, and then afterwards, Beerus like is he like, straight you know, up I'm... says, "I'll let you destroy the planet if you can manage it." But yeah. when it happens, they fix it. Yeah, yeah then yeah. they decide to fix it too. Yeah, so they're subtly like helping how they can. Well, yeah, they're always kind of meddling in it. You know, it's even back when Beerus and Goku first fought, and he pretends to fall asleep and miss the blast. You know, and everything like that. Yeah, They're actually, always in these weird little ways. Oh, yeah. Saving actually, the planet. Yeah, that scene I actually preferred in the movie that we watched. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of, like, pretending to fall asleep, he just fires the blast off and, like, hits a, the tip of a rock. He's like, there, I destroyed some Earth. I liked that much better, yeah, too, yeah. than the falling asleep. Yeah, yeah. or either, That like, way, like, he held his word, didn't go out looking like a... Like a total puss-puss, but... Right, yeah, like, well, you, we know he's not a bitch. Like, well, Beers could fuck some True, shit. but he, he followed through, technically, on his word. I right. think, I wonder if this is, like, some kind of protocol for, like, destroyers and angels. Is like, when you come across exceptionally strong people, you do have, you do have to, like, cultivate that well, and, like, push them further. I don't think it's necessarily that because uh, the whole reason for that rewind was for Beerus and Whis to use it as a teaching moment to Goku about showing too That's much what I mean, scene. though, is like they're subtly helping and shit right. and they weren't well, going to allow anything to happen to the Earth, probably because of the food, but also because they are putting and investing time and in, uh, interest into Goku and Vegeta and making them stronger. Well, well I was going to say, and I think, you know, they're always looking for another destroyer eventually, right? right. And well, so, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, and Goku and Vegeta sure. are the first probably people that they found in millions of years that could even keep, you know, up with Beerus. So that's well, also probably why. I would say why. probably ever. Yeah. Because the thing is, is like yeah. before all of this, the strongest being in the universe, air quotes, was Boo. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And yeah. That's... So this is the first time Beerus has ever encountered anything that can even match half of what he is. Mm-hmm. And he likes to play with them. So that's probably also why he wanted to keep them alive, too. You know? Oh, yeah. Like during the training when he's like, oh, you know, we send them to the other plane and they, he sends them into the staff and like that. Oh, yeah. Where they have to like contain their power to move and then they do their fighting and they eat all of Beerus's pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. That pizza yeah. looks so, so good by the way. That's all the food they had and they, they only ate pizza. Yeah. yeah. Well we skipped over that, yeah, because they have to learn how to contain their energy because they're letting it leak out. Well yeah, yeah that's and a that's... good point. Is that part of the shit before Frieza? 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's the training that they so like the tail end of that training. That's like the big difference in like the training that they do with Weiss is like the subtlety of like learning to let their bodies move by like calming their minds and also just containing their energy the energy they already have and making themselves stronger just by not letting energy go to waste yeah and like when they're in there goku calls that out like they they pull all of their energy in and goku's like oh this is crazy it feels like i'm gonna pop He's like, I feel. It feels like I'm about to burst. Like he's like, the pressure's insane. Yeah, because he pulls just, all of his energy in. That's crazy. Like, uh, that's the better part about the show. In this, is that you do get that more. You get way more detail into their training, and yeah. seeing how that they're like doing it. And that's the great thing about the show is you have time to watch their training. And that was like actually one of my favorite parts about Dragon Ball Z and like all of it was always like seeing how they reached that new level. I like seeing right. it too. I like to see the training and especially when it is like the basic stuff, you know, like we like changing sheets, you know, it's, it's, it's never the, um, you know, the fights and the sparring and the battles like they think it's going to be, you know, it's like Mr. Miyagi, like wax yeah. on, wax off, you know, it's, it's the basic principles that teach them what they need. It's true. And a good example that I always loved, my, and one of my favorite examples of this is like when he was on the way to Namek, Goku, and yep. training in that in the uh, gravity pod, mm-hmm. and he only reached a hundred times gravity on the way to Namek, but like that was a good example of showing like how strong he he was because he he went to like ten or something, or no, he went to like twenty. Because he started uh, King Kai's planet is like 10 times Earth's gravity. So you see him, he's like easily moving around in 100 times gravity by the end of that. And it makes total sense why he would be so strong when he got to Namek and he could take out the Ginyu Force like that. Yeah, what was the travel time for that? Do you remember? Like some, a few months. That's what I thought. It was something like that pretty impressive because they were they were on namek for quite a while yeah been a long time and it took it took you know a while for bulma gohan and krillin to get there oh okay um we were wrong what so it says that um it took goku's ship only six days to arrive on namek oh yeah okay how long did it take krillin and everybody else to get there oh it says it took bulma and company 34 days to get to namek huh yeah they got sidetracked and shit that's that's a crazy amount of growth in six days though yeah it is well yeah he kept upping the level of gravity though all the way up to 100 when he was only used to 10 yeah and if you really think about g-force like if you were with if you were Right now, if the gravity got turned up to two times the gravity, you would su- suddenly weigh twice as much. Right. And there's other pr- shit. You that probably that. would not be able to fucking move. Probably your, your knee, not. <laughs> your body would give out eventually. It would put strain. Like it would really fuck you up. Yeah. So you're uh, you. He technically weighed a hundred times what his. How much do you think Goku weighs? Two hundred and. 
200 pounds, 220 or 240? I would say 2 to 240 would be a good range. Yeah. Okay, so what's what's that times 100? Yeah, 2,000. No. Be uh, like 24,000. Yeah, 24,000. Yeah. 24,000 pounds his body weighs. Right. 12 tons. Dude. That's fucking crazy. Right. That is there's, insane. There's more shit that goes into it, too. Like, with that increased gravity, everything weighs more. So, like, getting your punch moving takes more energy, and stopping it takes more energy. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot more. Like. Yeah, just your hand. Right. Would weigh. Like, what the. F- like, how much would your. Just your hand. Fuck, I don't know. A how lot. much does the hand weigh? Fucking couple pounds? I don't know. Let's a pound? Your, grab a scale. Let's cut your hand off. Let's check it out. Yeah. But, like. <laughs> That's just crazy. So, I thought that was just a badass scale because it gives you a... You can actually do the math like we just did, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it makes... You can actually scale how strong he actually is in that moment, being able to move when he weighs 24,000 pounds. Right, yeah, not just being able to move, but being able to do, like, And, and move really stuff, fast. Yeah. So, when he goes back to, like, I think uh, Namek had 10 times... Or, like, some higher gravity than Earth. But, like, to show up there and go back to normal fucking gravity. I always think that, too. Like, when he goes back to Earth, how much, like, how hard that probably is to, like, control his body and not just be so, like, powerful and, like, that strength all the time. Like, you'd have to tone it down so much on Earth. It'd be like, yeah. Just in your everyday life. You would not even feel the weight of your own body. Well, yeah, they showed that Vegeta can't even crack eggs. Yep, I was just going to call that out. Yeah, he's just like fucking... I loved watching that. (laughs) (laughs) Just fucking barely touches it. It just shatters. That part was so fucking... He's like... Like they can barely do everyday life shit because they are so strong. That's Yeah, and I would imagine like their speed too. Like... Like I've toning always kind of it down to a about, normal like, level, it's got to be excruciating. Right, yeah. And, like, think about it. Like, the Quicksilver and the Flash. Like, mm-hmm. same problem. Like, everyday interactions have to be fucking insane brutal. brutal. Yeah, it's got to be excruciating <laughs> yeah, can for we, them. Can we you know, pick up yeah. the pace here? Like, hurry up here. Like, dude, that, they show that in um, Invincible, that show Invincible. When that guy's, like, on a picnic with his girl and he rushes off. Like super fast and beats a bunch of bad guys and then comes back yep. and yeah, he's still that. got like his mask on or whatever and she's yeah. like, God damn it, you did it again. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, You gotta understand, like, just sitting here talking to you feels like thirty fucking years mm-hmm. like to somebody like me. Like it's brutal just having a normal conversation. Or right, having to sit here for even five because, minutes. Because he can read a book in like like a whole library of books in like a minute or whatever, you know what I mean? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, so, to have that ability. Just sit here and talk like this would be, like, excruciating. Can be, yeah. And, like, torture. You're just, yeah. like... It's rough oh. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was waiting for him to catch on, too. Like. Rude. Uh, uh, good God. Anyway, so the Vegeta fight. Like, super awesome, super intense. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Frieza blows shit up. 
I love seeing Frieza blow it up. Goku saves the day. Well, yeah. Let's. I mean, he just takes both hands and literally smacks the earth, and that's what yeah. It was a really it. fucking cool destruction scene too. Like I the lines going too. around the planet, and I like that we got to see it. You know, I mean, yeah, obviously they fix everything like they're going to, duh. But it was still so cool to see it happen. But yeah, and like the lines, crazy? like the music and the lines going around the planet yeah. and showing their families. Like they could have. Like I actually, I was thinking about it while I was watching it because that happens in the middle of the episode. And then they finished the episode with the redo and Goku saves the day. Like they really should have ended that episode and stretched it out and just ended the episode with the earth blowing up. Right. Like, that's where the episode should have ended right there. That, that would have been good. Yeah. I agree. Like they had this awesome fucking climactic cliffhanger moment that they just immediately reverted after the commercial. Yeah. 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 And then they're like, and we're going to make it sunshine and rainbows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so. then Frieza goes back to his hill. Which yep. is yes. sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> yeah, it is sunshine and rainbows. It, it I think it's so the funniest funny. thing. Just because well, it fits him perfectly. It well, no, does. That would be hell to him. I was watch. I watched these episodes last night, and when he goes back to hell, like I looked over at Valerie, I was like, you know what? I'm pretty sure that'd be hell for me too. Yeah, <laughs> like I want Wouldn't a bunch it? of that fucking dancing teddy bears around me too. Though oh, I would yeah. not want to be. That would be hell to in anyone. A pod from yeah, a tree. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's ex- not even that part. Just like the dancing and singing and shit. That oh, would, yeah. that would, Fuck I that. would, I would find a deeper hell real fast. Like, yeah, I'd find really a way to going, get rid of myself. La, la. <laughs> well, that's why he lets out that shrill and scream. T- I love it. He's I like, ah! <laughs> 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 he's back in his uh, like, uh, and when he's like telling them about it, like Goku, and he's like, I had to fucking endure. Being serenaded by fucking stuffed animals and fairies and shit. Yeah. You're going to fucking pay. Yeah. Kind of so can't funny. blame him. I'd probably want to get revenge on somebody for that, too. Yeah. Dude, no. The thing is, is Goku didn't kill Frieza. He didn't put him there. Trucks did. Yeah, that time. That time. That time. He didn't kill Frieza the second time either. Or the first time. Goku? Yeah, he did. Yes, he, he did. He didn't die. He didn't die. He was still partial. He was still alive when the Frieza King Cold found him, and they rebuilt him, and did the cyborg Frieza oh, thing. Yeah, he never sure. died on Namek. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was just floating out there, super fucked up. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I mean, you'd probably want to get back at somebody for making you float out in space. All fucked up too, though. True, <laughs> but he was like blaming them for him being in hell when it was Trunks. It's true. It is true. It was Trunks' fault. Mm. Plot hole like a motherfucker. Yeah, I never thought about that. I'm just saying. Like, like but I mean, it makes sense. Earth, he's he's such looking an, for both of them. He's such an arrogant fuck anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like he will it's make whoever it. gave him a hard time is gonna yeah, pay. Yeah. So yeah. he didn't have to be the one to kill him. It's not about that. He's like, I will put that on you just because I hate your fucking guts. Yep. It doesn't have to make sense. Right. Oh, I, just, you, I, I just fucking stub my guts. toe on the ship on the way here. You're going to pay for that shit, too, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah, it's like, what? <laughs> Some asshole stepped on my tail earlier. <clears throat> You're fucking done for that. <laughs> yeah, he hates Goku enough. It doesn't matter. He could breathe. Well, Goku funny. was the very first one to ever, like, essentially embarrass the fuck out of him. Like, oh, yeah, he might not have died on Namek, but... Like, and the, the jolt of power that he gives Frieza before he goes to leave, and then Frieza tries oh, yeah, to use it against him. him. Yeah. Yep. Which, by the way, later in Super, they they return the favor on that one. What do you mean? During the Tournament of Power, when Frieza gives Goku some energy. Yep. Ooh. They did, nice. yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 
That's pretty cool. I, I forgot about that. that yeah, dude, that's my favorite part of all this. Well, and that's my favorite so part. Good. Like this part of Frieza is cool, and it's the pure evil Frieza. But seeing seeing him in the tournament of power being like the backhanded helpful evil is just fucking awesome. Like that's it the beginning awesome. of his character growth right there. I think. Yeah, I think so too. I really enjoyed it. And actually, when they revive him again, mm-hmm. and he punches Goku in the stomach immediately. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, oh, fucking sorry, bro. Just said, and then Goku gets him back. Boom! Like they're just. You know, Homies. they, they so- got to fucking like get one in, though. I yeah. know. It's like, I fucking hate you still, bitch. Right. Yeah. Like- Just remember that. You ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, and love it. Yeah. I hope they never get rid of that. I hope they Me always too. keep like the like you can't make him into a like a Vegeta. It's not going to work. I don't want them to do that. I want Frieza to always. Remain. I don't want Buddy well, Frieza. Like the end of this section in the show is Goku and Vegeta standing on a balcony talking. And Goku is goes up and is like, you know, maybe Whis has a point about us working together. And Vegeta's like, fuck no, not gonna happen. Like, never gonna train with you. And Goku's like, yeah, I'd rather die too. He's like, I, and Vegeta's like, oh, finally it's something we agree on. And well, and then they're the talking the about section. that. Yeah, Go Whis and Beerus are talking about that during the fight. They're like, yep. They could easily beat him if they just work together. It doesn't make any sense. And they never will. It's never no. going to happen. Well, no, they do, though. Well, because later, you know, with Broly, yep. they end up working together and, 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 and even like doing fusion. So they do. I say they only do it when like they absolutely like there's literally no other option, though. Like they wouldn't train like and get along together and train they together. Do, they do though. With Whis. they are like, here. I think we. I think we owe that all to Weiss, like bringing, yeah. forcing them to be together. They do because, actually train together all through Super and even after the tournament of powers. Like so, they like we said during the beers shit, and during that superhero movie. Like that's what they're doing is training with each other. Yep. Like the whole movie. Yep. And you know against. Like we said against Broly, they were they not only do they do fusion, but they actually fight together as a unit Very and well. are and are fucking up Broly for God, a little that, while. That movie's so good. Yeah, it is a badass movie. Oh yeah. But we're getting to the end of this sum, I'm a bitch. Hell yeah. Uh I think we covered it pretty well considering we veered as usual. Well yeah, like I said, we didn't yeah. cover a huge like yeah, it's not a huge uh, chunk. Yeah, it's not yeah. a huge chunk, but we, we hit the important stuff, and, you know, it led us down some other rabbit holes, but whatever. Yeah, well, it just shows we're excited to get to the tournament. We could probably do a couple episodes on the tournament, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think... Like two think or three episodes, just oh, to, cover, oh, yeah. to cover every fight that's important in that. Yeah, most definitely, and I think... Because they each of them, all the standout moments in the tournament are worthy of, like diving into just like and talking about different right like the fight with the rabbit dude the fight with top like it's yeah there's a ton of shit that happens during that yeah like and so much yeah i think it's probably like 20 episodes too like the tournament of power it's pretty long yeah it's it's lengthy mm-hmm. so all right well this uh well yeah send us off here vince and vince and Well, thank you for listening to The Comic Zone Presents Dragon D's Balls. Check us out on Instagram. We post a lot of good shit on there. Check out thecomiczone.com. Have links to all of our podcasts there. 
And uh, check out our TikTok page. Mike works feverishly over those TikToks. Yeah. Editing them and making feverishly. them dope for you guys. So always keep a look at our page on there. So Word. pretty good stuff. But thank well, you guys for doing the podcast today and talking some stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm always here. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm always not fun. always here, but, you know. You could yeah. be if you want. Yeah, you, are you, <laughs> sure, you going to finish out Super with us? Hell yeah. yeah I you, love right. Super. You can be if you want. Super's how I got into Dragon Ball Z in the first place, so yeah. there you you're, go. You're welcome. Well, let's make it a mainstay then. All right. Well, there goes the music, and we're <laughs> still, still talking. talking. I don't know what to do with my hands. It's like the fucking <laughs> Emmys or whatever, where they start playing the music to wrap it up. They <laughs> 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 like keep talking. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Well, this has been the Comic Zone. Peace out, nerds. Later. Later. Asta. <laughs>